enters into your eye, you automatically go and wash it out. If you're not able to clear that out, you'll go to the doctor and make sure that your vision is okay. It's a very sensitive area of your body. You want to make sure that your vision is never affected. But when you have a log in your eye, it not only affects your vision, it affects your whole body. The person with the log in their eye has never been able to look inside of themselves and deal with their own sin problem, their own challenges, their own hurt, their own pain, their struggles and difficulties. That is something that they have never gone into themselves and worked on. So therefore, we're never able to connect with others and see them more than just what they are on the outside. When we remove the log from our eye, and when we are able to see more clearly, better, we look in ourselves and we see, I am a sinner in need of great repentance, and therefore, when we look at others, we have a connection that we can make. Yes, they are like that on the outside, but on the inside, there must be something going on. In their interior, I don't know their struggles. I don't know their circumstances and situations. Their mental, physical, and emotional struggles so therefore, I'm not going to judge them. I'm not going to assess them. I'm not going to compare and contrast. I will not be judgmental to my fellow human being because I know that when I crack myself open, I got a lot going on inside. And when I see someone angry, when I see someone going through sin, when I see someone who's not perfect, not even close to being perfect, I will not judge. But I will see that person in the image and likeness of God because I was able to go into myself and see where I was with God. There's a story about St. Aisios, who passed away in 1994. He's a contemporary saint of the Eastern Orthodox Church. And many people would flock to his hermitage to ask for his advice and to seek his counsel. And as they passed along, there was another hermitage next to Elder Paisios. It was another monk, but this monk had a particular habit, a habit of drinking a lot. In fact, he would get drunk. That's sort of a dichotomy, a contradiction, a monk who drinks a lot and gets drunk. And so he had a bad reputation. 
And so the people in the hermitage, the, visiting the hermitage of St. Paisius would walk by this monk and really give him no mind, judge him based on the fact that he drank a lot, and probably made many assumptions. Well, this monk who drank too much passed away. And when the pilgrims had a conversation with St. Paisios, they began to say, well, we're glad that he passed away. We're glad that, you know, he's not embarrassing the monastery anymore. That he's not drinking anymore and bringing shame to this area. And Elder Paisios said, no, you do not understand. When he died, the angels of heaven came down and took his soul to the heavenly abode to be with Christ. And the pilgrim said, how can you say that? He was a drunkard his whole life. And Elder Paisios said that during the time of the Turkish and Greek war, he was captured as an enemy. And as a young boy, he was abused and he was tortured. And so you don't know what is in his life and what he's going through. What I'm saying is that we, not to make excuses for our sin problem, not to say that our choices don't have consequences and ramifications in our life. All I am simply saying is that when we look at someone, we only see the color, we only see the physical characteristics. We don't know what that person is going through or what they have gone through. And so therefore, Jesus tells us, don't have the pride of having the log in your eye and judging others coming to conclusions. Rather, take a step back, look at yourself, and say, I'm a sinner, I need repentance. And when that happens, we look at others and we don't make any judgments. Why? Because we know how much of a sinner we are. How do we do that? In two ways. Constructing, or that's the second. The first way is deconstructing. So, you deconstruct who you are. You look at your life and you recap, recapitulate everything that you've gone through and you see where you have come today. Not only that, but you list the sins that you have, the struggles that you have, and you try to make clear solutions for them. When you look at yourself, when you write down the sin that you are dealing with presently, it becomes more real to you. And you become more aware of the fact that you yourself are a sinner in need of great repentance. So that's being a person that deconstructs his life and looks at yourself. In other words, you take yourself apart and you look at yourself piece by piece and you realize that you're a sinner in need of help. 
Second is by constructing. Constructing means that you pray for the people in your life. We often are quick to judge, quick to make statements, but pray for others. And when we pray for others, we are asking God for His blessing to come upon them. Deconstructing is we pray for ourselves, our sin problem. Constructing is praying for others. And then we take another step and we care for them. And we're there for them. This is what God wants each and every single one of us to do. To take the log out of our own eye and to see others as the children of the Most High God. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning and afternoon you have given to us to spend with each other in this divine liturgy. We ask for your blessings upon each and every single one of us. We also pray, Lord, that we will be able to look inside of ourselves and see our own sins, our own problems, and never to look down on our brothers and sisters, but always to give them consideration and the benefit of the doubt. Oh Lord, for if you were to deal with us with a heavy hand, hell would have been our home. But yet your hand was loving toward us. Your grace and mercy was showered upon us. Help us to lend a loving hand when necessary to our dear brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Right now we're going to have the Dukkha Prathana for M.K. Thomas Sachin, who passed away in Paramula Hospital just yesterday. He was the Vigoro of St. Gregorio's Church in Chicago for a long time, and also the Vigar of uh, our parish in Raleigh, North Carolina. And he was a great mentor to us deacons who were coming up in the early 2000s. So I remember going to Chicago and uh, listening to him preach. And he was a strong man, very, very strong person. And he was just very encouraging and uh, very loving. And uh, he is now with the Lord. And we will pray for his soul and also ask him to pray for us. So let, let us pray. Your peace shall be clothed in righteousness, and your saints in glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, for your servant David's sake. Turn not away the face of your anointed. The Lord's voice to David. 